Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Tom, plus time, plus weapons, plus a hungry defense. Equals ring number seven, possibly ring number eight. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 97. Of your favorite Canadian NFL podcast, the one that brought you a winner all the way back in September, Adapt or Die, said the Bucks would make it to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. I watched this all-star team uh, getting better and better as the season went on, and I could have stuck with my original prediction, but I didn't. Went with Tampa. Brought a couple of the fellers on this show along there with me, and hopefully everyone who was listening to Chicken Little Jeff Hewlett screaming for the hills about how can Tom Brady be an underdog with this Captain Hawkeye playing tackle, enough time to throw to Gronk a couple times, and a hungry defense that just wasn't going to lose at home in Tampa Bay. Uh, for those of you who had money on Tampa, it was a great Super Bowl. It was awesome. No complaints. For those of you that didn't, I uh, probably pissed off, maybe uh, upset, or just maybe didn't even watch the end. Uh, wherever you're listening... Uh, all over the world, Nihao Previet, Hola, Bonjour, uh, Ciao, Machaba, Guten Tag, and Vonnegum. Vonnegum from our boy Weird Michael, co host for almost all 97 episodes of Look Who's Talking, and a new believer, a new follower of Thomas Brady on the way to Cash in Your Pocket. God uh, bless St. Thomas, <laughs> the patron saint of big games. Yeah, man. And thanks to every Look Who's Talker that's been listening and sharing and downloading. And especially the ones who listened to episode 96, a flagship episode. Earmark it, tag it, put the little heart around it in the Spotify, iTunes uh, legend. That was a turning point. Officially on the Tom, no longer sniffing around. Don't got the boner long time, but the support is there. The guy just wants it. That's why I wasn't big into the props. I didn't know how or which way it was going to unfold. And you never do with Tom. It might be Dion Branch for 12 catches in a buck 45. It might be James White, who was God knows what for a real MVP screw job. That was a real one. Uh, anyway, I'm feeling good, like I should. And... Uh, Man, 97 episodes in. I've missed two or three. One was with a deathly Colombian hangover. And uh, there's been a couple. I did one by myself. Oh, yeah. Highest rated episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But you know how you just said, like, props are, are tough with Tom? Um, they are. And that's also why he's hard to stop as a defensive coordinator. True. How are we going to get beat? Now, in New England, that became a bit of a problem because they didn't, he didn't have any weapons. So it's like, it doesn't matter who he uses. None of these guys are good. Well, you put him on an all-star team, and I'm going to touch on this a little bit later. Talent is going to beat chemistry a lot because you can coach chemistry. With a good leader, you can develop chemistry. And when Tampa didn't have an offseason because of COVID, that chemistry was going to take a little bit longer to facilitate. In fact, a late bye week seemed to be all they needed. Uh, I mean, good God, man. Let's just, all of you look who's talkers out there, just take a minute, okay? It's, and if I had told you back in September, which I did, <laughs> uh, hey, Tom Brady's going to have tons of time to throw. The Tampa defense is going to play like a top five defense. 
and he's going to have Antonio Brown healthy, uh, Rob Gronkowski healthy, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Cameron Brait, Leonard Fournette, and Rojo as options to throw to and time to do it. And he wins the championship. Does that sound like something that should surprise you? Well, it did. It surprised everybody. It surprised Vegas because they were underdogs uh, for the last three games. Breeze, Rogers, Mahomes. Fuck you, State Farm. <laughs> yeah, for real. By the way, maybe couple- maybe did that break the Drake curse? Because Drake did the State Farm commercial. He slammed through it. I don't know. You know what Drake did? He just put. He started supporting every single team because it, the curse has. To, you can't. Some team has to win at the end of the year. I don't know. I'll tell you. Um, saved a lot of money by not going to that Super Bowl, or trying to. And uh, but if I did go, I would have taken the cardboard cutout with me. You all seen that, right? Like there's twenty five thousand real people, and there was thirty five thousand cardboard people. And they were Super Bowl cardboards too. Like they were, they had a detail. Like the old people had wrinkles. If I went through an emotional ringer of a game, betting on and props and, and everything, you're like high five and some. I'm high five. <laughs> I'm talking to this guy because I'm probably there solo because the person I'm with couldn't afford to go, and the person I should have gone with. Thinks I'm a fucking idiot. And if you also that this cardboard cut cut or cutout might be like you know missing a knee or something because maybe you wanted them to kick a field goal, <laughs> or she's got some nacho sauce on them. Oh or yeah. something. Anyway, I'm taking the cardboard cutout home for my man cave, aka the shed, aka the base. This is who I watched the Super Bowl with. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who's that cardboard cutout? You tell him. Story for life. Um, Anyway, Super Bowl 55, man. Tommy Boy, okay. just, just what America needed. A couple of quick hitters, and I'll figure out what, uh, what you two took from the game. By the way, all 97 episodes brought to you by Huck Media. Follow them on Instagram, at Huck Media. Go to HuckMedia.ca for any and all media needs. Uh, you can follow the show, at Hughes Talking, or Weird Mike, at Weird Mike, uh, if you like chest hair and good sports predictions. There you go. There you go. And you know what? I bet there's a higher number than you think listening to this. Both of might. Co- both have caught fire. And about <laughs> at least 20% of our listeners were just like, oh, it's a lot of fucking chest hair. A couple of quick hitters here. Uh, one, Mahomes got robbed of what would have been maybe the best play of all time. The guy, first of all, he ran for 493 yards, just like running. Yeah. Uh, that's how uh, mismatched the Kansas City offensive line was. and didn't, They didn't have any adjustments for it all game. They were missing... Fisher, the former number one pick, uh, Doctor Canada, Lorient, um, Tuvarnif, Cardiff, correct. I mean, you know, fantastic human being. Definitely looks like he was missed in the Super Bowl. Um, ran for four hundred ninety-three yards all around the game. One play in particular, though, I'm sure you've all seen the highlight, but I don't really think it's been analyzed as as enough for a how much it could have shifted the game, and b how amazing a play it should have been. If your if your rock star quarterback is running for his life all game and it's the third quarter and you're down by three possessions and it's fourth and nine so they're not even kicking a field goal fourth and nine and he's on the run again and he twists and he turns and he bats the the Tampa Bay Buccaneer defender away and the guy just clips his legs and he jumps in midair like only literally maybe four guys I've ever seen throw the ball could even make the attempt maybe like Jay Cutler. Mahomes and Josh Allen, maybe? I don't know. Who else could really do this? I didn't I don't know what Marino was like when he was a young nah, kid. That's not his bad. But the guy's got an arm. Either way, he's horizontal to the field. And he's still 
with no foot leverage, manages to throw a perfect 28-yard pass right to the first town line, almost, at the goal line. And their third running back, Daryl Williams, I mean, it did slightly get tipped by a fingertip, but you got to make sure, man, this is the Super Bowl's fourth down. This is the game. And it lets, he hits it in the forehead. Didn't look like he had his even hands there. I know he's got a receiver. But you got to make that Farvin catch, man. That was the wow factor. Like, and you could see Mahomes, like, he, couldn't, he knew that he nailed the throw. And he's like, Ain't, that's the game for him. True. Catch that. We score. We're down 11 or something. That would have made it 15. 15. Two scores. 15, two fourth. scores. And Whatever. time. Two scores and time. And belief. And belief. Also, an incredible play that gets the whole game, the whole team juiced. Anyway, catch that ball, man. You're in the NFL. You got to catch that ball in the Super Bowl. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, you know, just watching Tom have all that time, I just it, it, I remember thinking to myself, like, who thought Kansas City's defense was going to be a problem for the for this guy and this offense? I kept hearing, and I'm a fan of Kansas City, a big fan of Kansas City, but I kept hearing all week, oh yeah, the Honey Badger is going to cause a problem for Mr. Brady, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy learned how to look off Ed Reed in his prime, you know, and and hearing about when you know the. The, the Chase Young is going to really put him, put him down in week one. <laughs> like, this guy went against the Ravens in Ray Lewis's heyday with, uh, with Sizzle, okay? When, and that's the part of the experience that I think it's lost in how Tom looked last week. You know? The mm. guys faced the best of the best at every position on defense. You know? He threw against Champ Bailey for years. You know, you think, he, you think he's scared of Jer Alexander? No. Like, he's good, but... What about Legereus Sneed? Exactly. A real quiet game from Legereus. Yeah, great name. Great name. Uh, anyway, so just, I think I was mystified as to how people were so shocked by this. I uh, was, was not mystified, but I wasn't like overtly forcing my Tampa down people's throats. Yeah. A relative quiet during, in the lead up, let people make up their own minds. But my biggest takeaway, Jeff, from Super Bowl 55, mm -hmm. I already knew Tommy Boy was the greatest because he had more rings than anybody. Yep. You know, done deal. What I learned is that the Kansas City Chiefs are the new Seattle Seahawks. Perennial contenders. What does that mean? Always one step away. I'm going to say it again. KC is the new Seattle. Hashtag believe that. One quick ring and one fell short. Both of those fall shorts were to Tom Brady. Both dynamic, young, half-black QBs with bizarre haircuts with <laughs> What's older head coaches. Yeah, okay. Okay? And if you want to talk virility, Pete blows Andy out of the water. What, what, what do you mean by that? I'm talking about similarities. Viril but what do you mean by what I'm is Pete? Pete Carroll is more energetic and full of life. Than Andy Reid. But who would you rather have coach you to I'm a Super just, Bowl? I'm just okay, okay. listing. Yeah, all right. You got it? You I'll, can, save you, I'll rebut at the end. You can rebut it. Okay. Both have secured the bag long term. Half a billy. Remember, Russell had the big contract two, three years ago, record setting at the time. Pat has the new one. We all know the path always gets tougher, right? Yep. Herbert's now in the division. Josh Allen and the Bills. I'm going to make you put your money on your Yeah, oh yeah, I'm going to put this. my money fucking Instead everywhere. of a rebuttal, I'll just bet you. That's good. Okay. And, of course, the variables. This is further proof to Drew Brees. Plays all his cards right, the Minnesota Miracle. Plays all his cards right, the botched NFC call 
against the Rams. There's just too many. You don't, you don't even say the I word, right? Injuries. There's too many variables. The path gets too hard. They've already secured the bag. They already got a ring. And they already fell short. I said a long time ago, the pass that Russell threw made him a better man, not a better football legacy trying to get back there. The same's going to happen to the Chiefs. It's not going to crumble, and they're going to have one or two breaks go their way, but I don't see a title in the next. You ready? Here's the bet, Hugh. Oh, I love this already. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Two and a half years. But that, that's not a, that's not two and a no, half that's, years. That's, that's eons in the NFL. Two and a half years. Two they, and a half years, no title. That's not I'll a, give you three and a half. Okay, three and a half. How about this? How about in a Super Bowl appearance? Three no, years. No, titles, rings, rings. Three years. Three so, years. 100 bucks. 200 bucks. $100. $100, one ring, KC, three years. Three years, done. There we go. All right, I'm not even going to rebut that. They're not the new Seattle. Okay? I'm telling they're, you. They're the new San Francisco That's, 49ers. I said that to myself watching the game. Uh, this doesn't, doesn't make it right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it doesn't make it's it right. permeated over the week. I took some sun through the office here at Centennial. Hope everybody did the same too. You what was you your did? last team comparison? Like the jet, the Giants are the Jets. <laughs> no, so somebody to the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, like, the <laughs> anyway, this is Rudy Gay all over Casey's again. Casey's in New Seattle. I ran it by Coach Bonnickvar. You know, a little pregame chatter. Yeah, the ultimate Brady hater. <laughs> it wasn't. This is not about Brady. By the way, shout out, Coach. I miss you for sure. Anyway, that's that was my big take. Further to Tom's greatness as, you know, yeah. mainstream media somehow forgot. I don't know. Okay. First of all, for me, for Jeff, for the next five years, four, for the next four years, here are the three franchises I would most like to be. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who will have no problem replacing any talent they miss out on because of guys coming down for no state tax, Tampa weather, a chance for a ring, and probably not even need to be a heavy part of the workload. So you'll see veteran stars. I could see Julio Jones maybe one, like for Tom's third year. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I'll go up down to Tampa for $2 million. The NFC South has instantly turned into the old AFC East. You got Matt Rule, a busted Matt Ryan, yeah. and Taysom Hill right. leading you know, I'm, God knows what. I'm very Bayou. curious to see what the Saints do because they have a Super Bowl roster. But who are, 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 are okay, how about this? They're, they have built a roster to win now, like for these, like, you know, now, last year, this year. So they're not going to draft a rookie quarterback and just be like, okay, here you go. So it's Taysom, Jameis, or somebody, like Russell Wilson, for instance, or, or I don't know. I'm very curious to see what the Saints do because Peyton's not going to have some rebuilding year. Anyway, um, so the three teams I'd most like to be these next five years Tampa one. Tampa one. Uh, KC two, Buffalo three, because I got rock solid quarterback, young, healthy. Tampa's not have a young quarterback, but he's healthier than everybody. Either way, that, that that's just where you want to be. Those are the three I think most likely teams to make it back to the final four. And once you get to the final four, we're talking a couple of field goals and touchdowns. Sure. So final four for me is, I think that's it, it's hard to ask for more. Like when I hear Super Bowl or bust. From a team, it's like, yo, the NFL is difficult. You make it to the Final Four, that is a win for you and your coaching staff. Um, I think, first of all, I think Andy Reid does not like being outgunned. Sure, offensive line was the major problem here. But in the end, he's got Tyreek Hill, he's got Travis Kelsey, and he's got some guys. 
And if you followed Andy Reid's Eagles, they never stopped loading up on offense. They never stopped getting more weapons. Hey, we just won. We went to the NFC Championship game two, three times in a row. Yeah, I'll go get Terrell Owens as a free agent. Uh, I see Andy Reid and the Chiefs being very aggressive so that teams can't kind of choose to double cover Tyreek and so that your only option in real talent level is to throw to Kelsey in the middle because teams were able to make Casey a little bit more um, single-handed than, that, than I think they'd want to be, and they want to be more multiple. So I see Kansas City going for more weapons. Sammy Watkins seems done. Nicole Hardman's not quite the weapon they maybe had hoped. And I see Andy Reid getting more guns. So if you, think you're, if you think you're screwed in the AFC right now going up against the Chiefs for the next decade, I think it's going to get harder, not easier. That's me. Not the new Seattle. Uh... <laughs> Full out opposite side of the coin. Okay, so let's talk some some of the bets that went on during the Super Bowl. One thing that is all over social media, Huck, you probably saw this. What do you think about the streaker? I think the network CBS should uh, grow a pair. Uh, a lot of people complaining that it wasn't the most exciting game. Uh, you know, a lot of eyeballs wandering off the screen. It was a perfect chance to buck the trend of not showing the streaker and showing it. Yeah, why didn't we see the streaker? Well, the, they just—it's just a—it's a common thing that they have in all sports networks where they, they don't want to reward someone doing that by getting on national television. So you purposefully don't show them. It's—it's it's the same thing they should do with with serial killers, where yeah. like they make a deal like Paramount, Universal, Netflix, everybody. Hey, we're not going to make. Uh, you know, major, major films anymore about serial killers because that's why they serial kill, you know? So you, they don't they want to show the streaker because that's why people streak. Now, in this particular streaker's case, this is where it gets interesting. There was mass reports all over social media that this particular streaker, claim, some guy claimed to have met him after the game at a bar saying this guy put $50,000 at plus 750 that someone would streak during the game. Uh, or that a fan would get on the field. Yeah. Plus seven fifty. Apparently, he put fifty thousand dollars on it. It cost one thousand dollars to get out of jail, and then they, him and his buddy, cashed in. You know, you make three hundred thousand dollars. This shit smells like a fucking rat. Uh, for anybody who ga- actually gambles, I'm telling you, it smells. It's very fugazi. Okay. First, <laughs> let me bring up three points, and tell me you can come in anytime you want. First of all, on weird props like this, major sports books don't take $50,000 bets because they assume that if you're putting half of a fucking cottage on something that's so random like a streaker, that you probably have some inside knowledge. Thus, they won't let you do it. They probably have a max on that bet of like 500 bucks to 1,000, maybe. Max. Max. Okay, and they still look at you weird. Secondly... Secondly, I put 20 bucks on how many Kardashian appearances in Suscon's basement and got maxed out at 10 <laughs> Right. So it's, so it's $100 max. Legit on those. sports books, whether online or in Vegas, don't let you make that bet for $50,000. Okay? Anywhere close to that. Secondly, uh, <coughs> he, he, if he did make a $50,000 bet, it would have to be through a bookie. Okay? And let me tell you something weird, Michael. If you, myself, and Huck Daddy know about this guy betting on himself to be the streaker. You know who else would know? The bookie. Oh, yeah. And you know who wouldn't pay it? The bookie. <laughs> and who are you going to call? Nobody. <laughs> it's illegal. And that's what he's going to say to you. I'm keeping your 50 Gs. Fuck you for trying to screw me over. Uh, you know, next time go to FanDuel. Fuck you. 
Yeah. And thirdly, I just don't believe that shit when you see it, okay? He got looks like he got paid by a porn site who's done this shit before with streakers. Vitaly.com. There you go. Something That's like that. why they don't show them. Because yeah. they're afraid the message they might purvey. Yeah. On their chest right. or their thigh. It's, for instance, it's a porn site. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, the guy though, this is this is legit. He did uh show up because he did get paid by some porn site a lot. Uh he went to some strip club in Tampa Bay that night and just dished out a shit ton of money on the stage to some twerking stripper, grabbed the, the, the pole, climbed up to the top, and then got tackled again by more security. That must have been an underground rip show because the real sex workers of Tampa had themselves a march because everything was open in Central Florida except the sex industry. So people were drinking and colluding and on the beach, and you couldn't get a hand job anywhere. And these ladies were pissed. It would have been a great... And non-binary and whoever else was in that march. <laughs> okay? Don't judge everybody. Yeah. Um, but the Tampa sex workers, a known commodity in the Super Bowl industry, uh, were left high and dry. A known commodity hey, in the Super Bowl you, industry. These businesses suffering everywhere. AKA, you shake your nose at people how they make a living. A.K.A. the wenches. Um, yeah, to some extent. Uh, so anyway, we're with you. And uh, when the borders open, I'll be down there, Tampa, <laughs> grease up weird Mike. You know what I mean? Jesus. <laughs> you got to pay it forward, man. Right. You got to do what you got to do to save the economy, Hugh. The, the sex workers in Tampa had to be really, really, really old school and really, really black market. So as in like they just go to the bar as normal people and then on their walk to the motel or something like, hey, by the way, like. Have you seen yourself? This is going to cost 600 bucks. <laughs> so we've come full circle to the streaker and the network. I hope the world exposed or saw how shitty Jim Nance and Romo were. They were awful. They couldn't save a bad game. You it, said a Huckster was a bit of a boring game in the pregame. Yeah, Huck Daddy right? pre-meeting. -me -pre yeah, it was a terrible game. It, it, if you didn't have money on it, would you have wanted to watch that football game to the end? I'm an I'm obsessed NFL fan so, and a big Brady So the counter right. to that was... Uh, people thought there'd be more people watching because everybody was supposed to be at home and everybody would tune in. Instead of 12 people around one TV, everybody was at home watching 12 different TVs, yeah. which was the exact opposite. People didn't tune in, and the ones that did turned out quickly. That's when a network and a broadcast team's got to save it. Do something. Come on, man. Every, everybody's supposed to be watching. I think, the, I think just like, I think Buck and Aikman are so much better, and that Super Bowl illuminated it. For sure. But uh, they, they all get dealt bad Super Bowls. It was Not bad. every Super Bowl is amazing. It doesn't matter, though. It was bad. Like, just they, everything they, was they're bad. not that good. They're not that good. Romo's sitting there with $180 million with zero incentive to get better. Right. Yeah. This guy's got built-in golf appearances into this contract. This guy's got it made in the shit. Make no mistake. I ain't hating on Tony. I, every, secure the bag. That's awesome. But I don't like... Them being in the lead chair. Also, just the CBS broadcast in general is just got is it's the worst. It's like I remember I didn't see. I love how Fox really zones in on people's faces. Like you know, ref makes a weird call immediately. Sean Payton's face in the Saints. You know, uh, oh, uh, what's Drew thinking on the sidelines? He's not even pleased. His defense is on the field. Drew's face. I remember thinking like, you know, wow, Kansas City's really struggling on offense. I haven't seen Eric Bannamy's face once like i want to see him is he, is he talking to andy is he is he like what is happening cbs zero jam also saturday Night live nailed that little spoof they did oh my god stick around with weird mike folks as this off season continues we got some late naps laughs bleh, late night laughs yep 
continuing Saturday Night Live late nailed it. Uh, the shittiest Super Bowl pregame in history got punked. Yeah. <laughs> And they knew it, and everybody knew it, and that was awesome. Even Prime was making fun of it. So anyway, there's your uh, network gem. Horrible commercials too, eh? Lowest rated commercials. It was a total sham. What do you mean by lowest rated commercials? There was zero. <clears throat> there was zero. It was five point five million dollars, double the the normal average for this, because people thought more people were going to watch. Everybody's home. Everybody watches instead of. 12 to 1. No, I get that. I get that. It wasn't as high. So rated. everything was inflated, but okay, the, okay, okay. the people turned okay. out. I understand now. So I know the point is, is that, for, okay, this cuts into what another point I have. Uh, stop worrying about stuff that doesn't, like, that does not affect you. Not you, Mike. But, I like, I've heard, worried, a, but I've heard a bothered. lot of people talking about, oh, my God, like, Super Bowl wasn't quite as washed as last year. Who gives a fuck, okay? The NFL's rich. Uh, the CBS is rich. Everyone's going to be okay. Stop worrying about that. Okay. I just got a message from uh, Prop Daddy telling me it was the most streamed. Yeah, exactly. Ever. So people are watching. People um, watching. And if the game would have been closer, I'm sure more would have tuned in. If you know, if you missed the first half and it's there, it's a three touchdown game. You know. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I talked at the start of the year about how every sports talk host had turned into like an epidemiologist or whatever. Epidemiologist. Epidemiologist about the COVID and stuff. Stop doing homework you weren't assigned was the truth of the week. Okay? I'm guilty. (laughs) And so I'm just hearing all these coaching, the coaching carousel things, who a general manager is going to hire as a head coach and what takes place in these hour-long interviews, the little snippets that we get to see of these coordinators and college coaches and stuff is not enough to qualify us to say who would do better as the new uh, sort of CEO of your billion-dollar football franchise. So for Joe Schmo on Fox Sports or whatever to be like, oh, how can they not hire this guy? How can they hire this guy? I don't know. How the fuck do you know? Okay? Maybe he's a total schlub in the interview. <laughs> okay? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he came and he smelled of booze. Yeah, he was on a good team, and he's had a lot of interviews. But anyway, just stop doing homework that you don't understand. Okay, you're, you're, you're taking English. This is physics. Just stick to what you do. I have no idea uh, whether this coordinator is going to be a good head coach or not. You can kind of speculate slightly, but uh, having any sort of matter-of-fact opinion on it seems kind of stupid to me. That's that. Uh, I thought this was a win for players, this, this Super Bowl. As in, tell me the just the way that fans, media, and even Vegas will look going forward at success in the NFL. Belichick, you know the whole Belichick Brady thing, and this isn't. I'm not bagging on Belichick. Great coach, fantastic coach, probably the best coach of all time. However, uh, the best quarterback of all time, you're damn right. He can go to another team with no off season, throwing his buddy, like one of his best friends, which is a thing, by the way. That you were heavier on than I was, and I'll give you credit. Yeah, as you know, I've worked in the industry a long time. If I got some new job somewhere, uh, I worked at the same company, SWS, for like 16 years. Uh, I I went to China. Okay, I wasn't sure if I was going to go. All right, I knew we, we knew we were coming back to SWS, but finding out that one of my best friends, Ashton, was coming with me. Yeah, all right, let's go to China. You know, hey, I want to sign down in Tampa. I don't want to bring my best friend Gronk, who catches touchdowns and playoff games for me. We're kind of good at this. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I, I just think 
that if you didn't think that it would work, hopefully this season proved to you that uh, great talent in the NFL, especially at a really important positions, uh, really will work almost anywhere with, with, with some of the proper support. It doesn't have to be the exa- exact same proper support. So all I'm saying is, is I've heard, I've heard things like, oh, Andy, like, you know, this is just the whole system versus quarterback thing. You know, for, for years I heard the Patriots could win with anybody. Oh, Tom without Belichick when he left. Like, yeah, he's, he's really going to win in Tampa Bay, Jeff. Yeah, he probably will. Okay? ASAP. ASAP. Uh, I heard like, oh, Patrick, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he came into this, I heard was saying this, came into this perfect situation. Andy Reid, all these weapons, Great situation, you know, whatever. And, but if you went to the Jaguars, you know, they'd be, they'd be 5 and, and 11. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. If Mahomes went to Jacksonville and maybe got, you know, one good tight end, like if Kelsey could come with him. Kelsey and Mahomes go to Jacksonville. Playoff team. Okay? Yeah, there's a difference between playoff team and title team. Well, you're, if you make the playoffs, as we talked about, yeah. you're two wins away. But still a big difference. Yes. But what I mean is just... It, People this, spend their whole lives trying to get those two wins, Jeff. Yeah, I know, but this was a win for players. That I agree. That uh, it, it's like, I, for instance, when I posted my quarterback list start of the mm. year and oh, had yeah. TB number two, twenty-seven comments, and about twenty of them were telling me how I was crazy. So, and because, and I, half of them talked about how he's a system quarterback, and I don't know what you're looking at. So. Uh, the question begs now that Tom got one. So Brady Belichick, could that be the new Kobe Shaq? I think so. Remember how... Belichick's got eight rings, and I bet Tom wants to one-up that. You, you right? So is he in that vein, Belichick? Is he all in, or is he going to play the slow burn? Does he want one now, or is he... I think he's stuck because New England hasn't even started their rebuild. They are... I think like the team I would invest the least in right now, as far as the next two years. Yeah. So that's a that's a slow burn. Yeah. On the Kobe. Yeah, show. yeah. Like he's banking that he might win in the long term only because Tom has to retire at some point, and he's a coach. He doesn't have to. And also, uh, what I took from that, Hugh, uh, your time in China, Kung Hei Fat Choi. Happy Chinese New Year, everybody. Uh, this Friday, February twelfth. Doi doi doi, which is yes yes yes. Okay. Sing Yang Kuai is Sing Yen Kuala. Sing Yen Kuala is Happy New Year. All right. And Gongsi Vachai, I think I pronounced that right, is um, what you would say to the father of a family uh, over in, in China. So my and Canadian ba- Mandarin Chinese Kung Hei Fat Choi is? Gongsi, Gongsi Fachai. Gongsi okay. Fachai. And that's, uh, that's actually saying to the father of a family in China, if you know, I've been told correctly, I hope your uh, children make a lot of money. <laughs> And you only say it uh, during the two weeks of Chinese New Year, not any time else. It is the year of the ox. And, of course, we know the ox carry the burden. And what are they carrying the burden of this year? They're carrying last year's burden. And uh, they'll carry it well. So keep your head up, folks. Uh, Huckster, you're in 92. Is that right? So you're a monkey, which we all thought Hewlett was. (laughs) Uh, Hugh, you're a rat. All right. That's not very nice. Uh, that's what it is. The rat, very studious in the Chinese culture, not what it is here on the west side. Yes. Uh, and I am a soften, pig. That's often the blow of it. <laughs> I am a pig. Uh, ipso facto. So happy Chinese New Year, everybody. 
and what else you got there? Here you got a little truth of the week for us. You gonna spin us a little? Truth yeah, here? I do. I do. I do. Look again. I've just been touching all this on all episode, but I just want to help you see football the way I see it. And this week's truth of the week. Yeah, you might just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. This was one of my first truth of the weeks from uh, season one. And I just want to elaborate on it a little further because we're not going to pull that fucking episode up. Episode three from like a phone booth at uh, Kipling Station. <laughs> Kipling Station. We were, we were rusty was back the then. Cereal box episode. I don't know. Yeah, cereal box. A couple cereal boxes and a mic. Two or three. Talent beats chemistry when it comes to betting. When it comes to championships, chemistry you can coach. Talent for the most part you can't. All right, that's why once every 20 years in every major sport, there's a non-talented, overachieving team that bucks the trend and convinces you that chemistry is super important and is the thing that wins championships. The Colorado Rockies from years ago, they didn't even win it, but they... Rocktober. Yeah, made it with chemistry, you know? Uh, There's not even a lot of examples in football. For the most part, they're all-star teams. So... When, when, when Tom's Bucks were struggling week one, people were so ready to just be like, this isn't going to work. Look, they just got smoked by the Saints. Yeah, the Saints were probably one of the top two teams in the NFC. They know the Bucks inside and out. And Tom arrived in Tampa five days ago, didn't even go to Byron Leftwich's correct house. There was no training camp, okay? So, yeah, there was no Antonio Brown yet, all right? He the Iowa tackle hadn't played a preseason game because there was no preseason. So chemistry took a little time. But Tom had time. So just you gotta look at the football seasons, and this is just like how we picked Kansas City last year. Okay. Look at the football season the same way that you would look at a football game itself, uh, live betting. Where okay, you got a team that's really, really talented, but they might have a shitty first quarter. Great. That makes it more valuable for you to pick the team that you know is going to win. If the Lakers are losing to Oklahoma City in the first quarter because LeBron got off to a slow start, (laughs) there's a good chance that the the Lakers are still going to win that game at the Staples Center. Tampa Bay gets off to a rough start against the Saints. All right. Uh, Coach McVay comes in week seven or eight, eight, nine. Uh, you know, makes them exposes them a little bit. That's great. That's fine. Tom's not playing for a perfect season in his first time in Tampa. Make the playoffs, and I'm pretty sure that we'll be rolling after that bye week because we'll finally have a full week of practice. So the next time you see a football all star team that struggles a little bit and doesn't just blow teams out by 15 every week like the 2007 Patriots, don't get down on them. In fact, lay the lumber down on them. If you think they are full of all-star football players, that's usually enough to have very, very good success in the NFL. So a team like the Los Angeles Rams next year is a perfect example. Not really high on the Super Bowl odds list for next year already, but they got a Super Bowl roster. Number one defense in the league last year. Yeah, they lost their defensive coordinator. (laughs) They'll figure it out. And they just got, they just upgraded a quarterback. Whether or not you think they traded too much, no one will remember that in a couple years. Did they get a better quarterback? Yeah, they did. 
They got one that can make a lot of throws that Goff couldn't. And similar to uh, Tom coming down to Tampa, there's questions about how fast this can work. Long term, well, you know, how long's Stafford even going to play? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I got to make it the playoffs next year. They're, not, they're a playoff team, and they just got way better at quarterback. So just talent is more important when you're betting futures especially uh, than chemistry. Because with a good coach or a good leader, which Tampa had both, and it sure seems like the Rams now have both, uh, you can you can work on that, man. It's not a it's not a one it's not March Madness where if you don't have chemistry, you're gonna be out by the Sweet Sixteen because it's three days from now. If you don't have chemistry in September, <laughs> Tom's Super Bowl New England Patriots teams almost always have had a lull in their season where suddenly the odds went down for them to win the Super Bowl. The doubters crept in. You know they lost to the Dolphins or something. Yeah, that's fine. Tom's not out. Tom's not out to win MVPs. To win perfect seasons, unless, you know, they happen to be in one. Guy loves rings. Guy loves bringing his kids to Super Bowl parades. Guy loves watching his teammates have the best moment of their life. It's become an addiction for him. So, in football, in professional football. Oh, AB's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. But he's better at one-on-one coverage than almost anyone else in the world. Gronk, he's retired. He was a wrestler. Party dude. It doesn't matter. He's one of the best blocking tight ends of all time. And he's a matchup nightmare. Uh, Tom's old. Yeah, he's really healthy. And they got a great O-line. So just stop finding excuses for all-star teams to not be good because it's going to cost your pocket. And hopefully it didn't this year. That's why I listen to this show. Giddy up. Never really understood how people can call Tom old. For all the things I've called him, old was never one of them. You know, as a young football fan through my 20s and early 30s, he was never much older than me and the people that were saying he's too old were way older than him and the people he was doing it to were the same age as him give or take so this old thing is like old is what you make it like i know it's a cliche but if you want it to be that you, you you're all in on that if you if you want it to be a thing and be old and you got the sweater and you get the knitting and you go to fucking the anyway when they when the patriots traded jimmy g I kind of thought that Kraft had turned Belichick from, you know, the constant wheel of, like, rebuilding and, like, just understanding Tom's getting old, we're going to have to replace him, blah, blah, blah. And then when they traded Jimmy G, uh, and Belichick didn't want to do that, but Kraft stepped in. That's from that book uh, written by the Massachusetts NBC guy. And I thought that was Kraft saying, hey, Tom's different. He's the best of all time. Yeah. He's not losing anything. We just got to two Super Bowls after you wanted to trade him. I thought that that they'd keep him and and just give him some weapons. So regardless of 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 what the slow burn of Belichick trying to get back and win this divorce, no way, man. You were Belichick, the coach, best of all time. Belichick, the team manager and general manager, you fucked this one up. He never should have left New England. That should have been your ring. Get him some goddamn receivers, draft a left tackle, and like, don't tell me that you, you went all out to win the Super Bowl a bunch of years. Okay? You, you got no talent besides Edelman at receiver. And he's, you know, God bless him, but he's got a hot well, bull. He's small. I've looked at their payroll. They, they were paying Gilmore. There's nobody else on their payroll they were actually paying. <laughs> so, anyway.
You lost this one, Bill. And he's probably going to lose next year's too, Billy, because... And there's a really good chance the Bucks get back. Yeah. You know why, t- our, uh, Jeff? They got a second-place schedule. They did not win the division. Wow. Good point. They have a full offseason together. They now have some winning chemistry. The taste of winning has been dropped into the locker room like a piece of chum yeah. into a shark tank or a shark pit or whatever they call them. And, you know, those are... Three breaks that they didn't have this year, and they still won it. Plus what you said at the, the start of this show, that they're going to be able to replace. Oh, yeah. And if Gronk decides that he wants to, God bless him, hang it up. Well, he's back next year anyway. Just for an yeah. example, AB's gone. They pick up the new crazy oh, let's slot. Say, like Shady McCoy just retired. Okay. Uh, Adrian Peterson, like a minute after Shady's retirement. Hey, I'd love to come to the to the Buccaneers as like a as a rotation running back and get a ring. Shady, our former Bill boy. Yeah. Uh first ever player to win back to back Super Bowls without playing a single snap <laughs> yep. in either. Casey last year gets it with Give him a kneel down. Come on, Bruce. But <laughs> it was like, a blowout. You know what? Could give him a carry. In the grand scheme of things, that'll be a little mentioned fact later in life. You'll just be looking at Shady McCoy's possibly Hall of Fame career and then just saying, yeah, hey, he won two Super Bowls. Like, you know, it's like Peyton's last Super Bowl. I mean, he didn't really have that much to do with it. Well, he was the QB a little more than Shady. I smashed on Peyton's Broncos against the Panthers there. Um, and here's a mini smash for you, Hugh. You got me wandering there with the Rams. Rams now, are plus twelve hundred. I got fourteen hundred. Hey, three six five. Okay. So anyway, but anyway, plus, plus 12, twelve to fifteen hundred. Yeah. And um, usually you make your proclamation uh, at the start of the following season. Yep. But uh, this is uh, kind of surfacing now with the recent Stafford trade. So yeah, yeah. Maybe it's worth a little sprinkle. Yeah, I, I'll I'll do it. I'll do an early Super Bowl prediction. I don't even care right now. Oh, gloves are off. I don't even care right Get now. Get ready to laugh, Huck. This is going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be Bills Bucks. Whoa. Yeah, like it should have been. Bills Bucks. Call it whatever you want. Uh, the fact that we get Dable back. If the Bills, I want them to re-sign Matt Milano and get Najee Harris from Alabama or some stud rookie running back, not Adam Jones from Green Bay. I want a stud, rookie, young oh, running back. It makes perfect sense why the Rams went after Stafford. Super Bowl 22. It's in L.A. SoFi Stadium. Yeah. Cronkies crowning moment. Yeah, and I think the Rams are going to get to the playoffs. They might even get close. And then the dream killer, Thomas Brady, is going to end that real quick. Wow. And go for num- ring number eight. And then he's going to win it in no, the stadium. He's going to lose it. To the Buffalo Bills because Josh Allen's that good and is all we need is a Farvin running back. Okay, I won't laugh. The Bills actually could, I think they would have had a better chance to beat the Bucks. They are the third favorite to win the Super Bowl. Plus 1,200 for the Bills or 14 maybe on Bet365. Chiefs plus 500, Packers and Bucks plus 800, Bills, Ravens plus 1,100, Rams, Niners plus 1,400. Same, same. I really wish I could different. I really wish I could bet the house on the Niners to not win. <laughs> uh, Cleveland Browns, a couple of brownies here, a little dog pound action for the look who's talking. Okay, what's plus eighteen hundred? What's your favorite long shot? I got one long shot. I'm going to give you. Uh, whoa! Here, I'll give mine first. Let you look. My favorite long shot Super Bowl odds right now: are the Arizona Cardinals. Plus 5,000. Oh, come on. The book says it. You just said the Rams. Yeah, it's fine. Value-wise. Same division. R- yeah, value-wise. 
The, and Russ is in that division. There's seven playoff teams. Yeah, Russ needs help, and it looks like he might be leaving. Come on. He's just playing a power play. Just, no. They just... Look, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's no. all this trick of the book. Yeah, the offensive coordinator for three years, Brian Schottenheimer, he really liked him. Russ's stats went up, up, up within they did. that. They okay? Did. They just fired him because they want to run the ball more. All right? Russ is looking at his O-line, and the fact that Pete wants to run the ball more, and they didn't get Antonio Brown like he wanted... And he's looking at the Bucks, who are now in his conference, become this Pro Bowl team. And knowing that this isn't going to stop for the next three or four years, Russ, the end of Russ's prime. Also, he says he wants to play for at least 13 more years. I got my long shot. He's looking at Brady like, yo, I could do that. I'm more of an athlete than Tom, you know? Yes. So he, he's looking at the Bucks and like the Rams in his division. The Niners are already tough. The Cardinals are tough. And then he, and then the Bucks, this Pro Bowl team with Brady, and Brady got to bring his buddy Gronk. He got Antonio Brown, and he even got his plays. He's looking at how Arians is letting Tom have a, a not just GM, a slight GM job, but a coaching job too. And he's he's got Pete barking in, run the ball more order orders, which is about seven years late. Pete, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually think it's legit that he wants out of there. Uh, my. Long shot is right next to yours. I thought yours was insane. I don't even think the Cardinals are going to get out of the division. I'm predicting a big step back. Let's see where the draft goes. I got Cardinals and Rams finishing top two in that division. Seattle and San Fran step down. Let's see where the draft shakes out. Unless San Fran gets Deshaun Watson or a new quarterback. Huckster, the Titans, plus 2,800 to win next year's Super Bowl. Hey, They know the glaring. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> Glaring defense needs a hole, but the division is shit. Phillips gone. Texans blow. Trevor Lawrence is a kid. Hey, if you can guarantee me a playoff game, Hugh, right? Yep. If I think they can win that playoff game, right? Yep. Then there you go. Plus 2,800 is some value. It's weird how good teams get higher in odds, even though you like them more as the season goes along. So that's not quite my uh, weird pick. It finished. 17, 14, and 1 on the year did my weird pick. Big smash on the will he throw a pick. Yes. Will he throw a pick. Yep. Yes. Say it twice, and it feels extra nice, folks. I uh, Yeah, we'll talk some of the, I guess, just quickly, some of the props we hit and missed on. Tyreek Hill, while being double covered all game and did not having a great game, did get his seven catches. My gold pick last week. Tyreek Hill, six and a half catches in Vegas. Hey. And I said OLG would try to screw you with an extra an extra one. And they did. Seven and a half, and it mattered. And they did. Uh, Nicole Hartman did not get a rushing attempt. He probably should have. Because why are you going to have Mahomes just run around for 500 yards? Maybe hand it off a couple times more. And uh, Nicole Hartman, seven targets, two catches, one short. Shout out to Marco and the Cemetery crew laying the lumber on Mahomes' rushing yards. I thought it was a ploy. I thought they were setting him up on those bootlegs. He didn't get Trying it. to get him. Oh, he did. No, he lost so many yards. The sacks don't count against it. Yes, they, they do. Mahomes over. Mahomes overcashed? Mahomes overcashed. Oh, okay. Sacks, when you I run. I didn't actually check that. I just figured that no, he no, was no. like he minus was 100. Up. He was plus and a half. They had those naked bootlegs that usually people stay with the receiver. Yeah. So they avoid the big play. Let him get seven, eight yards. He turned one of those into 12. Yeah. He turned one of those into almost 15. So anyway, it cashed. I said this. I was on a Zoom with uh, McElhaney and yep. Nolan and the boys, and I just said, look, 
if if Tampa's letting them do that. If you want if you're gonna yeah. score touchdowns with Mahomes running, yeah, Tampa's defense is working. Yeah, that's what he's saying. It was all edge pressure. So yeah. once you break the edge, and, 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 there's and, yards. And Andy Reid did that early. Like one of them was even a design run because they're trying to get Tampa to allocate one guy as a spy, which would free up the zone coverage. But the game plan didn't unfold no. as they saw. So they yeah, those yards were kind of useless as the game evolved. And like man, you got four Pro Bowlers rushing. Ever like four would be or formerly Pro Bowlers. And Dominic Su, your boy Vita Vea. Uh, Shaq Barrett and the other guy, uh, Pierre, Pierre Paul. And Sue. And, and Dominic Kong Sue. Like, those are the front four, mixing David and White. What, like, and against a backup KCO line, I just wish I would have, I wish I would have smashed more on it. That's it. I, uh, I also had a little bit of better's remorse as a big time winner, clearing almost three units on the day. Yep. Uh, I nibbled for two weeks, but woke up Monday regretting not taking a big bite. I really did. I don't believe in the MVP bet as much as others do, like yep. the QB winning it. So, um, But Butker hit, one and a half field goals, set on 96. Willie throw a pick, yes. Sacks also hit. Sacks hit. It was a big, big day for Weird Mike and uh, a great way to go into the offseason. But as many of our gamblers know, uh, the carry, still two weeks. I am on a... Two-week betting hiatus world. My name is Michael Angeletti, and I'm bet-free for three days. 11 more to go. Wish me luck. Um, I bet you don't make it. Ele- no. <laughs> I, I will not take <laughs> Hey, we bet. We bet earlier tonight. Uh, we bet 100 bucks. It's, it's not cash. We bet 100 bucks. <laughs> okay. I think they know what I mean. It's a loophole. Congratulations. It's a podcast loophole. <laughs> okay? That's what I'm going down with. You all know what I mean. Um, so I got but, three years for the Chiefs to get a ring. You heard it here first. Buffalo Bills beat the Bucks in L.A. next year in wow. front of a full barn at SoFi Stadium. That's a beauty. By the way, they lost their first Super Bowl in, in uh, California. At, I think it was at the Rose Bowl. Who's that? Uh, I'm trying to remember the Bills, Bills Giants. Where was that Super Bowl? That was in Tampa. I in Tampa, you're week. right. You're right. You're right. Okay, okay. How about they kept showing one guy on the pirate ship, and I kept jumping up, like touching the screen, like you're my hero. <laughs> it, was, it was good times. Our next episode is going to be right around the draft time, hopefully, where we're talking about all the speculation Ooh. around the Bills and Najee Harris or Travis Etienne. I want one of the top two guys in a Bills uniform. And like, let's Farve and go. So draft April twentieth, twenty second or something like that. But we'll be coming at you across uh, Instagram. Forty seven Groundhog Plague days from now. <laughs> How about that? Love Bill Murray. Oh baby, it's been a great season, man. What was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? I know you bagged on them, but you always got one. Um, this year would have been. Uh, so you talking about Canadian? Uh, any of them? I don't know. I like the McConaughey 3D Doritos. Yeah? Yeah, because kind of flat lately. It <laughs> kind of just casually summed it up. It was a good song. Yeah. You know, he's the one celebrity for some reason that I kind of relate to. Like, he's just normal, as weird as I am. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. But anyway, I think other people feel the same way. Uh, two, I had two. One was I'm a big nerd for Marvel and all that stuff, Avengers. And they did the big... 
uh, trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier, which moved my nerd dick, and I'm very excited for that. I got Disney Plus now. Um, <laughs> the other one I really liked wasn't an actual commercial, uh, but it was just genius uh, guerrilla marketing where I believe it was either Bud Light or some sort of hard lemonade company. You could tell that they paid for a spot where the camera would just pan into the audience, oh. and there was people holding... Uh, sign guy. Sign, there was sign guy, but it was a paid sign guy. Lemonade. For a lemonade, and he was holding the can. The, the only way that anyone ever holds the can, the way they hold the can is in a commercial, where you can actually see the whole label, because yes. no one ever fucking drinks their drink holding the bottom 10% of a can, you mm -hmm. know? And that's what he was doing, and they held up the camera on him long enough I shoot beer commercials, and yes, you're right, right. right. And he was holding like that, and they held it on it for just long enough for myself and Joe Meaford, the uh, the dude I was watching with, to debate. Hey, that 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 like that was paid, you know? They did it just long enough to spark a debate amongst anyone watching it, which immediately works because I remember it, and. That's a really cheap way to have a fucking Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> Just some guy with a sign drinking lemonade. I think like uh, probably a screwed sponsor who got botched or pushed off a couple of spots. Yeah. Demanding something. Uh, Tampa Bay did a good job, though. Yeah. Uh, big Giselle up, and Tommy on the field. Big up to the ship. Big up to the GOAT. Uh, ring number seven, and it looks like he's aiming for ten. That's seriously what it looks like here. I want to fill every finger. He's got about... Three more years left, probably, with with a good O-line. So he's going to birdie out? That's what he wants to do. I'm not Is saying if he can do it. But if you've learned anything from this season or for the last four seasons, don't try telling Tom Brady what he can or cannot do. Don't. It won't work out for you, Bill. It won't work out for you. Look who's talker and your wallet. Um, big shout out to one of our friends now, uh, Bet Openly, betopenly.com. Uh, we had a great time kind of working with them this year. Beauty guys, great guys, and they see, I think they see the future, you know? They do, he sees the bigger picture. The bigger picture here, like 10 years from now, why are we going to be paying the house anything? Five years. Fuck the house. 1% juice, betopenly.com. And just like Tom Brady, look, by the way, I'm loving Florida Tom Brady, you know? Yeah. Throwing the Super Bowl boat to boat. Uh, That's gangster. Pissed drunk because who fucking cares in Tampa Bay? Arians is like the GM of Tampa is like, we're going to fucking do it again. Okay. And I, I, it, it doesn't always have to be grim to be successful. And that's what Gronk said when he retired. He's like, this doesn't have to be like this. We're the best at what we do. Why the fuck am I being treated like a C level student? You know? And so it's a win for the players. It probably was. It's a win for Florida. And it makes me want to. Uh, get down to Florida for the second half of my life, at least for half of it, because as they're celebrating on tossing Lombardi Trophy boat to boat, it's fucking minus 18 here with icy snow on the road in February. And I'm like, why do I do Februarys anywhere but Florida? So bet openly. Open your doors. Get the office bed going. Okay, let's make some magic. Um... Big shout out to our winners, Chris McLeany and James Duhamel. We'll be talking to you guys soon about your skating sessions with my buddy Gunner and Skating Lab Burlington. Obviously, some lockdown stuff going on. So, I'll talk to you guys, but congratulations. Thanks to everyone who participated. And uh, yeah, remember to follow at The Three Eaters and at Beer Butt Official, friends of the show, and look who's talkers themselves. Anything for Shut the Huck Up? Take that Titans bet. Yeah, plus 2,800. Well, we fell short. 
We've got full value on our MVP bet. The Titans always deliver value this way or the other way. Been a great season, Huck and Hugh, all the guests, Coach Dan, the prop daddy, do. Uh, everywhere we've been, really appreciate it. Looking forward to the draft in a couple of weeks. And at Weird Mike, the social media stepchild of this podcast. Look who's talking. Love it, baby. One final thought from your boy Hugh. Super Bowl for the Bills in 2022. Woo!